we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds, is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. We are both right now drinking our Cardi Miracle, which is, uh, and we both prefer it with a little bit more water. So and I'm almost done with mine, but this was full. It was full. Um, and it's one scoop twice a day in distilled water. It is important to put it in distilled water. I put mine in spring water. Spring water will work too. Don't use I just not tap water. water. I it don't defeats the water. whole purpose. Really? I like mine. And I, I actually, when I get about halfway through this, yeah, I add more, more water to it and I drink it all day. Um, it's, literally every vitamin and mineral that you need at even more than what the you know government recommends right and your body just anyway. expels what you don't need your yeah. body will not absorb it it's like once it reaches the limit you'll find that you go pee more right mm -hmm. what were your symptoms before oh i was i would get short of breath going from the kitchen to my bedroom i was working from home eight hours a day and i there were many many days that I did not make it through a whole shift because I was dizzy. I was nauseous. I was shorter, like shorter breath to the point, which is what I think was causing my dizziness because I wasn't getting enough oxygen. I felt terrible, like almost all the time. And I went through that for about a year before mm -hmm. we started doing this cardio miracle in February. And it really has made a difference. And it's Hey, every there. day, seriously, start really, your day, what it is. It's like really, start your really day have with to. cardio miracle, go to defiantmiracle.com. It's our affiliate link. Use promo code DEFIANT. If you sign up for the subscribe and save, then you get oh, that's so helpful an additional to order it. Yeah, 10% off. And then they just send it to you every month. All right. So uh Cardi Miracle, get yes. yours today. Defiantmiracle.com. Promo code DEFIANT. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Who's
and to the republic for which it stands. Under God. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. time to resist they can't arrest us all and they can't keep all your kids home from school they can't keep every government building closed we don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats we can simply say no not again the only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply refuse to show vaccine passports refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with Fauci, we will not comply with Joe Biden, and we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. 
Trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. And keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail. And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is a duty all the people who will not be saved again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a light about to suffer Oh, that's all.
Drake Avenue. And then we'll take it higher. Oh, we gonna rock down to Electric Avenue. And then we'll take it higher. To another episode of Freedom Gardens. Not friends. He has a big head, and I don't know what happened to these headphones, but they don't want to stay on. Oh uh, well, uh, uh, he broke them again. Uh, asshole. They fit Liam last week. <laughs> Liam has a big head too. I was gonna say they both have a giant dome piece. Yeah, and you really need to speak into your microphone. Sorry, because you know, like, blow that bitch. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. Anyway, we have a friend joining us today. That's what you had said. Vince is in the house. What's up, Vince? How you doing? Hey, pleasure being here. I'm doing very good. How are you? Awesome. Good to see you. If y'all aren't familiar with Vince, and this is Heather. Hi. Vince, Hi, Heather. Heather. Heather, Vince. All right. Um, to meet you. Vince is uh, part of the Red Pill Project. Does morning coffee and the Daily Dose with Josh. You sounded so New Yorky just now. Well, with that's because that's how it's, it's spelled. It's spelled mm -hmm. like with a Q. They spell it with a Q, so coffee. Yeah. We the love fun. our coffee around these parts. Exactly. And you know what? I drink coffee at every show. Yes. So true. I had a whole jug of tea, too. And then oh. so I realized 
and thank you everybody for telling me, including you, Vince, that the music wasn't playing because I was like running around doing shit, you know, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I moved my microphone and I had my tea sitting right here and the whole mason jar just shattered all over the place. So then I'm like cleaning up tea and glasses oh. as I'm trying to run through the intros. Fun yeah. That's the beauty of live shows. It never you know? fails to throw things at you. Exactly. You just got to do what you do and keep going. Yeah, roll with the blows, man. You know, it's all good. So, um, how are you doing? Man, I'm doing all right. You yeah, know, making progress in all fronts of life. And how's the left coast right. still treating you? Left coast. Oh, where are you? I'm on the coast of Washington State. Oh yeah. Yeah. What part? I'm being so nosy right now. Sorry. Um, it's just the coast. It's like okay. the mid section. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. middle middle of the state just right on the beach and nice. uh, as far away from the commie city as i could get but not the best area but you know i get by i love it for uh the good things and deal with the bad but you know we'll see what happens in the future but they Washington's might run me out of beautiful. here it's so beautiful it's yeah. so beautiful for me it was just the nine months of non-stop gloomy fucking mm. insane. <laughs> i did it for five years and i was like I in washington it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, lived in uh I lived in Renton and I worked in Seattle. Oh, oh cool. Right mm -hmm. on. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. I'm out you know. by the forest. I'm out in the boonies, a small town. So I, I mean uh, the forest, the boonies is amazing. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to remember where I went to visit my husband's family. They live like down closer to Oregon, but mm -hmm. it's like very small. Like nothing mm -hmm. going on there at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's but kind of nice. the vibe here. And ocean shores and all that over there too. So it's it's pretty nice. Oh yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm in ocean shores right now. Okay. And surrounding areas. Yeah. That's uh yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's wonderful. But uh one coast to the other. Oh yeah. I, I yeah. And I think about that. I'm like, what what climate, what zone are you in? Do you pay attention to that stuff? Eight. Yeah, we're in eight. we're in eight B. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm in like I think nine or ten or something. So we're very similar, but it's well, nine or ten is pretty is warm it's warm i feel like no maybe that's wrong then let me see yeah you might be in like six i don't, I don't think so that. i gotta tell you i lived there for five years i had no desire to swim because it never got hot yeah <laughs> so oh yeah i don't i don't swim unless it's in a heated pool even then i'm like even i then, don't want to get covered in chlorine you gotta do the salt water pool it's the best yes you know we even put copper in our salt water pool to keep the algae down oh wow yeah, we just put some like copper pipe fittings in uh -huh. the like in the the basket, yeah. like the strainer basket, right? And it's made a huge difference. Wow. That's yeah. A, that's amazing. I have a hard time finding these hardiness zone maps. And I guess this is a purely American thing. So if there's any like foreigners listening, this is just how we how we determine cuz I, I mean the, the United States is so diverse that it's how you determine what you plant, especially because people move around so much. So you know? I'm actually in 8B. Are oh, you really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Huh? Really? That's so surprising to me. Yeah, believe it or not. Crazy. Yeah, because we're in 8B as well. Mm -hmm. So what's the temperature out like uh, there? Right now, it's yeah. like 60. See, it's like it's 82. It's, right yeah, now. it's 80, 84. We had a cool day. I was like, man, it's a little chilly out here. It was so you know nice what? after our tropical storm over spray that we had. I don't think our hottest day went to 84. I think we hit like 80, 80, maybe 81. 
So I say this and I say that my perfect temperature is like 85 degrees. However, I like humidity. So I also need air conditioning. So living in Washington is just rough. No AC. And uh, the first summer there, it was so hot. It was like 100 degrees, like three days. It gets hotter inland really quick. Mm -hmm. I could go 10 miles and have 10 degrees. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Well, so I've lost my mind. Anyway. Did you find it? That's just relative. I mean, um, <laughs> is this a recent thing or is it yeah, just it been missing for a while? I don't know why she's just <laughs> now recognizing <laughs> that shit. True. This is true. No, you know, like I didn't I, I I didn't have enough on my plate doing with all the gardens and the chickens and the ducks and the dogs, and then now I'm taking care of my mom's property as well. So like every Monday I go oh, and really? spend like four or five hours over there and I do all of her weeding and landscaping and you know that's like me hedge trimming and all that shit right it's great you know no problem so um and i'm like i I carve out an hour here and there for something extra well at least you know what morning until midnight every day (laughs) um and then now i'm and last tuesday just this past tuesday i was like um it was tuesday when it was tuesday Mm i the idea just came into my head uh, that I should start like seriously start an electroculture antenna business yes. and sell electroculture antennas. And I, I started like, I looked around, I went online and I went to Amazon and I just like, I looked up electroculture and I found some websites here and there and it was, you know, a little yeah. bit here and there, but it's sparse. It really is. And like some people were selling these, these big ornate copper statues and shit you know, and they look really pretty in your garden and they don't do shit for your soil because um, they're not planted down in there and there's no natural wood component to it, which is what electroculture needs. Natural wood. Mm-hmm. Um, natural wood and copper. And uh, and you put it into the ground, mm-hmm. literally into the ground. Yes. Um, at least six inches deep with the big stakes. I recommend a foot deep just for stability, really. If you're putting uh-huh. fucking seven foot wood stake in the you know wood antenna in the ground you should put it down a bit so that it doesn't just fall over um right but uh it needs to go at least six inches for the you know maximum soil enhancement um but uh and then you know i was like okay so that's all right those those are ridiculously expensive and pretty but don't don't have they're not actually electroculture right and so Mm -hmm. i looked on i think you found them on amazon some electroculture antennas oh, I did. right i did because mm-hmm. i wanted to see yeah and they make a comparison of what you were talking about 12 inches mm-hmm. and they're which is small um like heavily heavily coiled with a heavy gauge copper and they're selling them for like 25 bucks each really? and I was like that's insane it's ridiculous you don't need that much copper and you're just asking for someone to steal it at that point right? honestly copper yeah a big chunk of copper yeah right so, uh, and I was like, and, and still, you know, why you don't need, that's insanely expensive. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I, I actually, I texted Mark Jason Walker. I don't know if he's in here right now, but, um, and I asked him if he could update the freedom gardens logo to freedom gardens, electroculture, which he got creative and created me an entirely new logo, which I love. Um, and, uh, and then I started, I don't know, like, looking at websites, making write up a form email and, you know, asking for interviews on different shows and um, reached out to a marketer that I knew that he actually was the one that came up with an electro freedom name 
and uh, bought the website, started building it. And now I'm like, now I'm, I'm cutting sticks all freaking day long and trying to figure out a production yeah. process because I want to go live with this business next week, this week. That's next amazing. Week. Congrats. In a week. Let me look at my schedule. I should be able to come over next week. You know, okay. I did some research on this because I haven't myself, I garden a lot and I'm mm -hmm. like you, any friends or people or anything that have gardens, I'm like, let's, let's ramp mm -hmm. this up. Because if she is the fan, I want them to be okay. I want me to be okay. So exactly, I'm everywhere weeding. If I see a weed, I'm like poop. Yeah, like hey, what are you doing? I'm like, there's a weed. Or there's, a, there's a weed, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Like, and and I I give you props because a lot of people they'll go sit on their couch and watch TV or do this and that. And I mean, we all do mindless activities, but gardening, it's good for your health. It keeps your ass moving. It keeps you in shape. It's just your grounding. It's so yes. good for your health. But yes. this electroculture thing. It's crazy, right? It really is. I, I'll have to send you some of my research. And is it possible I could present? Yeah. You should be able to. Just go down to the bottom see. and hit present. Let me see if I could. Uh, um, I can send the one so I leave on time, guys. I don't know if it's going to share both my screens. This might be weird. Let's see. No? Okay. Here we go. You should be able to pick it. Like, pick, yeah. Yeah. Is it happening? There we go. So I found this uh, New Age Science Journal from June 1976, published yep. by the World Federation of Science and Engineering. And they have some of those little uh, yep. antennas in a plant box and different ones that they put inside a field of crops and uh, kind of facing east and west. It looks yep. like cabbage or, or, or maybe cauliflower or something. I don't know. Anyway, these are the different antennas that they designed here. And this is surprising coming from a, an NGO which I believe is probably super corrupt. I haven't looked into them much, but they're still wow. around. Yeah. They, they even have fences that are grounded with these as well. Yeah. And what, something that really caught me is just this first sentence here. With the increase in our population throughout the world and a decrease in the farming, it will become necessary for approximately 40% of the people to grow their own vegetables. That is if they want to survive. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And I'm like, exactly. Boom. And it goes into more details about it. And it's hard to find documents, but they go back. The history so, goes back quite a, quite a ways. I and, and you know, it's funny. So I was talking to, um, I was, uh, oh, I was talking to the marketing guy. Um, mm -hmm. and I was like, I was telling him about it. I asked him, I was like, are you familiar with electroculture? And he'd seen a presentation on it, uh, some guy out in Utah who apparently he's going to connect me with too. So that's cool. So he, you know, he'd seen it. He'd, he'd kind of gotten the wave tops of the theory, you know, what it does and how it works and whatnot. And, and this guy like built an electroculture antenna in front of him, showed him how, how to do it. So that was fine. So, but I was telling him, I was like, so, you know, I discovered electroculture because when we sold our house in the suburbs and I, we bought, you know, moved an hour south. We bought three acres and decided to, you know, start a homestead. And we got chickens and and ducklings. And I started gardening, and it was a miserable failure. Right? That oh, we man. lost. We lost the first flock of chickens and ducks at predators. And like, I got a couple tomatoes. And like, I got you know, I mean, I I, I can grow herbs all day long. Herbs are easy. But you know, like, I got some a little bit here and there. Like, I got a couple beans and. This, that, and the other. I did not get enough to grow to feed my family. Uh -huh. No, definitely not, not the first year. Just tough. Not the first year. Not you know even. what? That's okay. I, yeah. I watch a I watch a lot of people, a lot of professional gardeners that do this for a living, and they talk about how much they fail. 
and yeah. I fail all, all the time. The time. All the time. But this year, time. my zucchini uh, failure, complete failure. Really? Like I, I haven't, I only male flowers. I've not been able oh. to get a fucking female zucchini to save my life. Um, and it's just been so hot, but, uh, you know, these and tomatoes over the summer have been horrible, but I have high hopes for them now in the fall. Um, cool. but, uh, so yeah, so then I was doing research. And so this is, I'm telling Kevin, the marketing guy, this I'm like, so I was doing research for true spiracy and we were doing a series on Tartaria and I fell down the, um, the rabbit hole of Antiquitech mm -hmm. and that's where I discovered electroculture. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Okay, you used a lot of words I don't know there. First off, what is Tartaria? <laughs> and what is Antiquitech? <laughs> nice. I, I was like, okay, so, you know, brief description of the, you know, the rabbit hole, the lost civilization of Tartaria. And Antiquitech is ancient technology. I was like, and that's the thing, you know, electroculture is kind of getting, you know, some people are like, oh, that's like some hippie new age bullshit, blah, blah, blah. It's a fad. Oh, yeah. This, that, and the other. Oh, yeah. Especially you go to YouTube the king oh. of fake information and fake political information, fake yes. anything information. And they're like, Oh, it's pseudoscience. So, okay. So the person who believes in climate change is telling me electroculture is pseudoscience. Get out of yes. here. I'm doing my own research. Oh, you're doing your own research. You must be well, you're a right wing conspiracy. Theorist to be yeah. Doing <laughs> <research>. <laughs> but but uh, go on YouTube, there's fake info out there. Cause that's all one of the first places it. I went and I'm like, all right, this guy's clearly biased. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so, whatever. Uh, so I was like, all right, so, I, I started, I started doing my own research and I found that, so electroculture comes literally it, it's ancient. It's they, they've been using it for thousands of years. And, yeah. and then it, I guess, you know, we lost a lot of knowledge. We all know you that know, everything's oh. a lie. I have to um, find this, this documentary where this guy goes and he looks at these ancient stones that are around these areas where they are believed to harness some kind of electro or piezoelectric thing. Yep. And they actually helped increase yields and the health of the local people. And it's around farms and stuff. And that's their prevailing theory there. And yeah, I, like you said, I bet, they're, I bet they're designed in a Fibonacci sequence. Maybe, but they're, they're just like planted in yep. the ground. Natural yep. stones. Yeah. yeah Same thing. Back. Cause if those stones have, um, He like heavy concentrations of of certain metals like copper then that's exactly that um but so it goes wait i mean thousands of years then in the 1950s uh well 1940s to 1950s in germany in the nazi study of the occult mm -hmm. right they rediscovered electroculture And I want to say his name was like Schoenenberger or Berger or something. Anyway, um, I'll have to look it up. So he, they had a huge resurgence of, they were using electroculture all over Germany. Yes. In the 30s and the 40s into the 50s. And then, you know, given the political climate and everything that happened there, um, it fell out of favor again because it kind of got that label, right? Mm -hmm. And then... It came back a little bit in the 70s, probably from that that uh, document that you showed. And I mean, it, you know, comes in and out here and there. Yeah. <coughs> But it's been around for millennia. Oh, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. The science behind it makes sense. Yeah. It does. And a weird thing about it. 
Some of it stems from that research done. Uh, I forget his name, but he basically he did the research to find that plants respond to different stimulus. Like if you cuss a plant out, it gets stressed out. Yes. He would take the electric readings from plants and, and sense this type of stuff. Yep. That encouraged the study. And one thing they found in that is that if you put a Faraday cage around that plant, it's not stopping this effect. It's still affected by things outside. And that tells us this is a different realm of our known sciences. Okay. This is a, yeah. this is in the ether. This is outside of anything we know. So anybody, you know, I'm not going to pretend like, Oh, this is all fact. I know what's going on. I don't, this is experimentation. Uh, I wouldn't call it pseudoscience. I would call it uncharted territories that I think is very significant, but yeah, there's something else bigger to this picture. It yeah. really is. And especially, you know, the crazy part is storms. Storms. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, you know, we live on a little island off the coast of Georgia. Okay. Like an even smaller island than the island that I moved from. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, I mean, the whole, the whole island is not even maybe a half a mile. Right. Okay. Um, in the intercoastal. And uh, every year it floods. We get massive storms. Um, this year we had, and mind you, my, my pond, the spillway has been blocked up. Like it's been overflowing so since it's, last year. Yeah, it's been overflowing for like a year now. And all of the trees along my pond have just been, all their root systems have been sitting in water. They're not supposed to be sitting in for a very long time. And they're starting to degrade, right? And I've been yelling at the county, like you got, you need to come fix the spillway because trees are going to start falling on my house and this shit's not good. Um, so we had, first we had, first we had a tornado, mm. uh, in the neighborhood. I mean, in the whole city, the whole County, but the neighborhood, um, people lost like, I mean, fences and, you know, whole gardens and the, all kinds of stuff. Uh, in fact, the farm down the street lost a fence and their cows still like to get out and wander around pretty regularly. Um, then we had a hailstorm that was that was really rough. I mean, Whoa. we were driving home in the hail. Connor was driving and it was that poor kid. That was I scary. wanted to drive in the hail when I was young. It was scary. And yeah. uh, and then of course we had the hurricane, right? Which was yep. kind of a, it kind of petered out, but still. Uh there was I mean just two blocks away, huge trees falling, someone lost their roof, someone else their slide their siding wow. slid right off their house. Um you know how much damage we sustained in that entire time? None. I hope none. That's a miracle. We literally as just basic, you know, we have like thunderstorms every day here. It gets, it's really hot all day and the humidity builds up and then it breaks. We have a thunderstorm in the afternoon. Pretty standard. We'll go outside and we'll watch the storm clouds break up over our house yeah. and reform behind us. I heard you talk about that. That is so it's trippy. Wild. Okay. In this hurricane with <laughs> 70 mile an hour winds, I have 14 foot tall okra. It's still standing. 14 foot tall. Oh yeah. My it's okra is 14 ridiculous. It's 14 feet like, tall. Her I love shit okra. fucking ridiculously big. Yeah. It's insane. Um, Whoa. Uh, Cooter so do I know about cultivate elevate on on um telegram yes in fact I wanted to reach out to him Cooter and see if I can't get him to hawk my shit so <laughs> I'll send them some um, some electroculture antennas and and you know people can heck yeah I'm gonna check it out I took that yeah. note thank you Cooter mm -hmm. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's incredible. And that's, I think, because of the, the big, big ones, right? The small ones. And going back to what I was saying initially, when I was looking for other people selling them, I, I really, I could only find them in like 12 inches. Mm -hmm. I think I found some that were maybe one and a half feet, 18 inches, but that's it. Like they weren't any big ones. It's like they were using it for maybe like a flower bed, you know, nothing big. Interesting. So I've seen people, I mean, and they're not super expensive on Amazon, but if you think about what you're getting and what they're doing and how it's really yeah. not working because they're not really marketing it or putting it together correctly, mm-hmm. the stick needs to be bigger than that. The copper wire needs to be extended out enough in order for it to steal that electricity out of the air and pull it down. Yeah. So I've seen a design where there's a large wooden post mm-hmm. and then you run a copper wire from that post down near the roots of a tree, for example. Um, I don't know if that's effective or what, but. I mean, it, it can be. So I actually have, um, and I have my whole garden designed with electroculture in mind. Okay. So I started it and I, I have a show, I think I called building the garden way back beginning of the season. Um, so like early spring, probably March. Oh, I feel like it was March. Yeah. March. Cause I wasn't coming yeah. every Saturday at that time. And, uh, and I started out by setting a grid pattern in my garden and burying copper wire underneath in a grid pattern. Mm -hmm. And then setting my electroculture stakes, my antennas in a Fibonacci sequence around that grid pattern and connecting the copper wire on the antennas to the copper wire in the grid below. And then running another copper wire at the top, all the way around the sequence attaching each of the antennas and each antenna has its own copper extension up as well. Which is why her shit is 14 feet tall. Which is why my oak is 14 feet tall. That is pretty cool. So, and, and I mean, my smallest antenna is pro I mean, I have, you know, I have some, I have them in most of my pots. Um, and I'm actually going to be doing an, of a kind of a, a video log. Uh, I'll do it. I'll post, post it on the website, but, um, I have a whole area in the back that's just for containers. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to, I have like, I have two matching lemon trees in the same size pots. I'm going to put an electroculture antenna in one and not put one in the other and see how they grow differently. Same thing. Like I'm going to start seedlings, put an antenna in one, not in the other, see how fast they grow yeah. so that I can, you know, monitor it over time and everyone can see how they work. There's a little um, bit of literature about electroculture uh, starting doing, starting to do it when you're actually germinating your seeds, where they're yep. going to grow, um, and that it, it increases germination rates and all, and speeds it up and does all this uh, stimulating, yep. has a and stimulating effect makes on the seeds. The root structure so strong. Hmm. Um, we found when we pulled, like I, I transplanted my peppers from pots. They'd been in pots for two years. You know, you can overwinter peppers if you cut them yeah. all the way back. Um, so they'd been in pots for two years and I wanted to move them into the ground. And there was a couple where I actually ended up having to move the electroculture antenna with it. Oh yeah. Cause because, because the root system was like, I mean, just grabbing it. on it. Like, and I was afraid of destroying the root system if I removed the antenna. So I was like, I'll just move it with it. So, um, it's part of the plant now. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> they have, so, can I make research? I found something kind of interesting that I don't know if you've heard about. What's that? It's called tourmaline. Tourmaline. I feel like I have heard of that. Hmm. The, the electric stone. I have heard of that. Okay. 
a lot of people, you know, these crystal people, which gotta love them, and I think there's some some truth to some of that stuff personally. But you know, everyone has mm -hmm. their different opinions. Um, tourmaline is. I've had this article here by RexResearch.com. They say it's the electric stone. It's exploited in hundreds of patents. There are several select patents and articles of special interest in regard to the production of electricity by tourmaline and agriculture. And they talk about batteries and all kinds of scientific gobbledygook that I don't know. But people say if you get some tourmaline and you put it with your root system or around your plants, that it, it stimulates them in a similar type of way as these antennas. Cool. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I should do a tour tourmaline pot and do an experiment or something. I I, I want to start doing this because yeah. uh, some of my plants do great. Some of them do bad. But you know what? I want to do everything I can to do, do better. I don't yeah. care if I have too much food. I mean, that's a good problem to have. Exactly. And, you know, that's the thing. Obviously, we, we, we talk about this all the time. We push it a lot. It's yeah. so important to grow your own food. Like, I can't even begin to tell you how important it is. I mean, not events, you know, but everybody listening, you know, how important it is to grow your own food because I love it. Honestly, what are you going to do when, for example, your grocery store doesn't get a shipment for four or five days because the, the, you know, the trucking lines shut down right. or on strike or whatever, your grocery store only has three days worth of food. If that, depending upon the area, yeah. sometimes they don't even have that much. Mm -hmm. And now you buy produce, you buy, you buy a pre-washed, pre-washed and fluoride bag Poisoned of produce. salad from the store, right? Yeah. And, uh, and it lasts two, three days before it starts to rot. If that. If that. Can you eat an entire bag of salad in a day? I mean, I know my kid can. I can. Um, but. Uh, most people like, <laughs> they buy a bag of salad and they're like, oh, you know, I'll put like I'll put a couple leaves on a sandwich and like I'll have a small salad, you know, a side salad with dinner. I and eat then so many vegetables. But yes, I understand right? what you're yeah, saying. You know, you know, but it yes. rots. Now yeah. I'm like, okay, my kid's like, Mom, can you make me a salad? Sure. I walk over to the arrow garden sitting on my kitchen counter and I pick the outside leaves off so that you know the inside ones grow bigger yep, yep. and uh and i and i hand it to him and i might go Ooh. you know grab a handful of peppers or tomatoes or whatever some off the counter that I pick. yeah some yeah. green beans and you know and i'm like here you go here's how lunch it's so fulfilling when you do that too how fresh and like being able to pick our salad every day yes it's just the best and my favorite thing is if i get like a little bit of mint a little bit of this, a little bit of that, some arugula, some yeah. lettuce, some other kind of lettuce, a little bit of spinach, which isn't my favorite, but whatever. Put it all in there. Maybe a little it's cabbage. So who knows? Just yeah. put like fucking five or ten different uh, vegetables oh, in your salad. Joy, man. You get all these different flavors just hitting your taste buds. Okay. You get a little bit of you know good olive oil on there or something, and a little bit yeah. of vinegar is usually what I do. Salt yeah. and pepper, and maybe some Italian, maybe some Italian seasonings or something. It's just killer. And I don't care what anybody says. That's better than I'd rather have that any day than pretty much anything else. And throw in a barbecue, some meat. It's Is that your phone that keeps buzzing? I love it. Okay. So, what do you have the most of? Like, what's doing the best? Are you, or what have you harvested the most this year so far? Well, I'll tell you what. Let's get into. Uh, well, hold on, real quick. I want to show you guys 
this. Now the website is still closed. It's um, electrofreedom.com. I'm going to put it up here on the screen. Let me get to that one. There it is. I can't wait to see this kick off. Me too. All right. Um, and the whole point of this, like, I, I, all I, I heard <laughs> excuses all the time, right? Like, I don't have access to natural wood. Like I can't, I can't find wood. Um, copper wire is so expensive. Okay. I mean, I get that. Okay. But I just looked it up. I, really I know, but not everybody yeah. needs, you know, 10 feet of copper wire for 30 bucks, right. Or whatever it is. It can be used for um, so many things. It can be, but if they're not crafty enough to build an electroculture antenna, then they're probably yeah, not going to use it for that. other things either. Right. Or the biggest excuse that I hear all the time is, well, I don't have a green thumb. I don't either. Join the club. My growing. I don't have a green thumb. <laughs> then well, plant more like, seeds. I know. <laughs> so, and in fact, I, I wasn't initially even going to do a 12 inch antenna. I was going to start them at 18 inches, but I think, you know, the 12 inch one for seedlings and when you first, you're first starting, right. That's great yeah. for that. Or maybe you're um, get inside a greenhouse in a pot or something. Exactly. Yeah. Those are for containers. So, um, so I, I did start a 12 inch one and I was originally going to call it the let's go Brandon, but I think I'm going to change it to the green thumb. So that's cool. uh, here's the website. And uh, so as we're coming in here um, and so I'm, I'm still working on pictures. Of course I, I put my laundry detergent in there that I make, but the bunny hill. So like the 18 inch, Electro Freedom TP antenna, handcrafted from organically grown natural wood and copper wire to maximize your soil health and plant production. The Bunny Hill is recommended for climbing plants and containers up to 36 inches in diameter or raised beds. Extend the antennas out in a triangle. Bury six inches of the antennas as indicated in the soil with 12 inches exposed. Extend the copper wire right above the antenna and watch your plants grow. So, and then I have like the 60 inch homesteader, um, which is a big one. Right. So you put um, one foot down with four feet exposed and that covers a 10 foot raised bed or goes in ground. Um, the 84 inch Patriot. Right. So like this, this picture, this is my Tabasco pepper plant sitting on a, uh, a, a giant electro freedom antenna. I get I have a thousand Tabasco peppers on there and they're continually growing. That thing is eight feet long on some branches. It's constant. It's huge. It's insane. That's a pepper plant. So yeah. That is amazing. Um, <laughs> um, then wow. the, like the 42 inch uh, Mount Zion electro freedom teepee. So, uh, you know, anyway, so I have all different sizes. Um, I'm not just doing the little 12 inch ones, like literally that I'll do a 12 inch one. That's primarily my kind of my giveaway one, you know, it's the bonus. Yeah. It's the extra the bonus. Item. Nice. So, uh, you know, spend 50 bucks and get a, get a green thumb for free. <laughs> right. You so, know, um, it's yeah. Um, and you know, it does cost something to do. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. But, you know, the way I look at it, it's all totally worth it. Um, some people are like, oh, it's a waste. I totally disagree. Not even close to a waste. 
It's just my opinion. That's also because people are so close-minded when it comes to, to things. They're like, there's no way that works. That's crazy. They call you a fucking hippie and shit, right? I call it hippie all the time. But <laughs> but that's just it because people don't understand. They just automatically are like, no, that's fucking crazy hippie shit. We're not doing that. Get the fuck out of here. But really, the like I said, the science behind it is legit. And that's my main things. I yeah. like to do the science behind things. Yeah, exactly. So um, anyway, let me show you some of what we're growing right now. We'll start. Where did I start here? Um, here we go. That was my first one this morning. Hopefully the sound works. Should. Uh, I have turned on though. Come on. What's your soil oh, like? There we go. Hold on. Gardens business off the ground. Um, our soil is clay. Hmm. We're in Georgia. Um, so I make a lot of my own compost because otherwise it's heavy clay content. Bad for root vegetables, carrots, and things because it just gets mm -hmm. so compacted so fast. So those things I have to grow in containers because I learned the hard way. Unless I build a, you know, an 18-inch garden, which might as well just be a raised bed because that's what it is because the soil is so compacted. But that's okay. All right, here we go. Good morning, friends. It's Saturday. It's show day. And I've been insanely busy trying to get this electroculture Freedom Gardens business off the ground. So to that end, well, first off, uh, if you guys remember, I pulled the um, lovage from the garden and I stuck it in this pot and it started to die and I was worried. So I stuck an electroculture antenna in there and look at that. It's rooted. I've got new growth on the bottom here. So that is incredible. I also planted yarrow in here, and this is already germinating around this electroculture antenna. And then I planted this dill in here, dill seeds and the dill plant with this electroculture antenna. That's doing great. And then I planted a variety of herbs in here. So I can see the basil's coming up. Now herbs take a long time, but uh, there's already stuff coming up in here. So basil doesn't take so long, but some herbs take a long time to come up. So that's great. And let's go check on the broccoli and the cauliflower. Because you know I did the same in there. Look at that. Broccoli sprouted. Fantastic. And cauliflower sprouted. Excellent. I'm just going to have to move those into the back before the chickens start eating them as they get bigger. So, um, I have so much cauliflower this year. It's like cauliflower for dinner again. It's good. See, it's too hot here. Like you have to grow cauliflower, broccoli and cauliflower over the winter here because it's just too hot in the summer. No. So, I mean, it's just after March, it's too hot for either of those things. My broccoli failed miserably. I got one broccoli plant. It was like, boop, a couple little broccoli shoots. And I was like, okay, those are going to get bigger. I've never grown broccoli before. And uh, a week later, they all flowered. I was like, oh, well, no broccoli this year. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Well, that's broccolini. <laughs> when you get those little shoots like yeah, that. Right. Yeah. I Which, love that. It's really good. Yeah. Anyway. All right. 
Son of uh, a gun. Let's move into the... So here is my uh, tomato and bean garden. Nice. All right. On to the front gardens, and then we'll go finish up in the back gardens. So my beans here are doing pretty awesome. All right. I got some coming up in here. These tomatoes are still meh, but I put more tomatoes in. I need to pick that bean there. And my garlic, look at all that garlic sprouting up. Yes. And all the basil in there. So pretty. Um, let's see. So where's my new tomatoes coming up in here? Mm, they're down in there. So, basil in here, more beans. I still need to clear this out. Lots of beans in here. Look at that. Look at that guy. So, I'll be, and that one up there too. I'll be picking beans tonight at this point. Well, you know, there's some tomatoes, not really. Now that it's not so freaking hot. My tomatoes can come back. So then over here, this is where all the new tomatoes are. Let's see that guy in there, that guy in there. And I mean, there's still these up here. You need to come over here. There we go. All this basil coming up in here. And ah, finally, I'm just gonna I wanna um show you real quick here. If you look on each one of these trellises that I have here, yes, at the end of the trellis, and um, so like right here, this last one is an electroculture antenna. Right. Mm -hmm. So I made all my trellises out of natural wood, but then this, the furthest one at the end, because your antennas should always be in the, the facing north. Mm -hmm. And really interesting when you put the copper at the top, like you extend the copper up at the top after, and you stick it straight up in the air. And then after a while, they always start to fall and they always go north. No way. Wow. They always point north. So huh. like they all point in the same direction. They always point north. Anyway. That's trippy. So yeah, so I put the um I put the electroculture antennas, even though I have the Fibonacci sequence in the trellises themselves, I put the antennas as well. So because the more the merrier. Ah, finally. That is a loofah. Look at that pretty flower growing up. And this is regrowing. I had cut it basically all the way back. Okay, good, it's coming back. Okra over here is actually doing really well. We're gonna have okra and green beans for dinner tonight. Um, I need to clean these beans again, but look at the size of those down there. You see them? I need to attack these guys with, it's rained so much it washed off all my, uh, my bug spray. So we'll be doing that again, but 
these are starting to do really nicely. Over and my there. bug spray is made so. from vinegar, Dawn soap, and uh, hot mm. wa uh, warm water. My herbs back here. I still have to move. I've just been a little busy. So, over here. Those herbs are doing awesome. And beans in here. Florida cranberries. This basil is doing great. And those sweet potatoes are doing awesome. So that is now the bean garden. Amazing. So yeah, the beans, the beans do incredibly well. I get from, from the time I plant the seed until I'm harvesting beans is about 40 days. That's really good. That's fast. Wow. Really fast. And the beans are huge. Um, awesome. Like the regular green beans are twice the size of my hand and the pole beans are like two feet long. So yeah. I love they're, beans. They're, me too. Did you grow any carrots this year? Um, so I grew some in the spring, but they were small and miserable. So, cause they're I did hard. them in the ground. Yeah. So yeah, carrots are really hard. Um, I've got to get some, I've got to get some more, like call my local landscaping company. Um, they deliver us compost, but this time I think I'm going to ask them to bring me a mix of compost, sand and topsoil so that I can mix it up and put them in containers and grow carrots that way. Cause mm -hmm. even just doing the compost, it, it, too much water, it gets too heavy, it gets compacted, and then you end up yeah. with malformed carrots. So, yeah. although I, I have to say, imperfect fruit. Oh, sorry. I've <laughs> seen some really interesting carrots this season. Like God has a ridiculously funny sense of humor. I have never seen more dildo shaped carrots in my entire life. Like the whole thing, like the ball and stem, the like, <laughs> like that one looks like a butterfly. Like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> it's yeah, it's so always fun to see the shapes that these different fruits and vegetables come. Because we go to the grocery yeah. store, they're all perfect, perfect specimens. In a garden, they're all imperfect specimens, but yes. way more delicious. They than really usually. are. Well, yeah. I, and I, I don't know if you have heard of it, but I used it when I was up in Washington. It was the imperfect produce. So they're just yeah, like, I've heard of it. the ones that don't look great. I would get mm -hmm. the... It was right. so much cheaper. I would get those to get it delivered to the house because I'm like, yeah. I don't care if it's shaped weird. I'm just gonna fucking eat it. You know yeah, that's how mine uses them. You know that's how baby carrots came about. They were like, imperfect. Little so baby carrots, right? Yeah. This guy who was a carrot producer, um, and there's so few that you can actually put in the bag. And he was throwing away so many. Like he would give them to his wife to use, and there, there she couldn't use them all, and so she started chopping them down. And you know, making them into baby carrots, and so he was the first one to market baby carrots. I think he still has the, like, the market, the corners the market mark, yeah. on on the baby wow. carrots. But um, yeah, it's for, it was they're all imperfect carrots that are just cut down. So anyway, um, so here's my pepper garden. So that's the the tomato garden did really well in the spring, um, and I'm hoping it's going to do really well in the fall. The pepper garden did incredibly well in the summer because. I have it there for a reason. It's really hot. It gets the maximum amount of sunshine. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. Wait till you see my peppers. 
no, I did pull all my cucumbers and replanted them because um, so they of, were just done. But uh -oh. what kind of peppers? Oh, all signs. You'll see. Okay. Okay. All right. On to the pepper garden. So these cucumbers are sprouting up nicely in here. They'll be climbing up here in no time. We ate some of that Swiss chard the other day. My peppers are still insane. Of course, this is my primary electroculture uh, Fibonacci sequence setup in here. This is the like the tight one. So, I mean, it really makes the peppers grow crazy. There's thousands on here. I mean, no joke. These things are six, eight feet tall. I mean, that's just, that's just crazy. Then over here, my eggplants. Remember last week they were just flowering a little bit? Now I've got eggplants growing literally all over the place. One down there, in there, here, here. Yeah. Some more up here. It is eggplant season. This Tabasco really likes, look how fat those guys are. I mean, look at that. Look how fat that is. It really likes it over here. So, um, then these peppers, my, I got banana peppers in here growing, coming up in there. Ooh, more eggplant over there. I mean, these peppers are crazy. I also uh, have shishitos, um, so habaneros, the sheer amount. And uh, I have a purple red, uh, purple bell pepper here. there. They're crazy. That marshmallow is doing well there. This squash. Hmm. But the okra, the okra is doing well since I moved it here. Like I said, okra and green beans for dinner tonight. Because there's plenty of it that needs to be harvested. The problem is picking this okra. Because it's like 14 feet tall at this point, I think. This is what electroculture does, people. It makes your okra grow so tall that you can't even harvest it because it's so tall. I need a ladder. However, the ones that I cut in half that I topped, look at all that beautiful new growth on it down there. So we'll be getting okra off that soon too. Then these peppers here, um, these are my uh, Carolina Reapers that I'm still waiting on to grow. I have all these flowers and, and no Carolina Reaper peppers yet, but they're coming. And when they do, it's going to be a ooh, hot. Okay. I've got more okra over here. Let's see, one I need to pick. Peppers, peppers, and jalapeno peppers down there. More okra over here, okra everywhere. I probably should have picked okra yesterday, but you really, you really can't leave it. Um, I have a bunch of peppers starting up over here. I mean, three, four, five buds in each one. And more peppers growing. I got a big one down there. Picked a bunch for dinner the other day. More over here. Little ones coming up. I won't eat peppers forever. And then more okra. Those okra flowers are just so pretty. And then back here, 
Got another line of okra growing and the squash and watermelon, nothing really likes it back here, to be honest. Look at the size of that okra. That might be too woody to eat. We'll see. I don't know. Nothing really likes it back here. This one line back here. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll put herbs back here. Because not enough sun. I don't know what. Doesn't like it. Hmm. All right. Well, this pepper plant literally fell off. And look at these guys. Because it had three peppers on it. So we're eating peppers with okra and eggplant for dinner. And, oh, that's right. Uh, zucchini coming down in here and beans growing up in there. And I have beans I need to pick too. So, that and the chicken I need to get out of here. Hey, get, 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 get out, Ruby. You don't belong in here. Uh-uh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Get. 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 Get out, Ruby. These pepper plants are so big, I can't even get through. Let's try and sneak behind the eggplant. There we go. That is the problem with high density gardening. I, I told you to get out, Miss Ruby. Come on, get it, get, ah, get, get. There you go, all right. And that's the pepper garden. Um, so I have a whole line of the, they're all California wonder peppers in the back. Oh, those like spicy. No, no, no. Those are sweet peppers, like sweet oh. bell peppers. Oh, okay. um, so I have a dozen, maybe eight, I think, I think I have eight sweet bell peppers in the back. And the thing with bell peppers is they all start out green and then they'll turn yellow, orange, or red as, as they get older, right. As yeah. they age. Um, so your your oldest pepper is going to be a red pepper um orange before that yellow or green but you see a lot of green peppers because yeah. they they pick them early to sell them so i heard too if you don't water a pepper plant that it'll start to ripen the fruit i don't know if that's true or not yes okay yes same thing with oh. tomatoes if they don't oh. get enough water then it'll start to ripen early and as soon as your tomatoes turn like start to turn from green to another color, you should pick them before right. they turn red on the vine. You should pick them early. Doing that. That's yeah. legit. Because if you pick your tomatoes when they turn red, the the tomato plant says, "Oh, okay. Well, I did my job. I'm good." But if you pick it while it's not while it's not quite ripe yet, it'll ripen on your windowsill or whatever. It won't get any bigger once it starts to turn colors. So, um, you know, you don't you don't want to leave it on the vine. Yeah, but then your pepper plant or your tomato plant says, "Oh, I I need to grow more," because this is gone before the seeds have matured enough to grow new tomatoes so absolutely you yeah. know i have a deer problem here and no fence so yeah. i have i have to block everything off yeah I, I moved some uh cayenne pepper plants the first i'm sorry if you hear background noise but you're good I, I moved some cayenne pepper plants while i was uh doing some work one day 
And just in that time, a deer came by and ate like three big cayenne peppers and ate my whole plant. It's not even a year old, but all my pepper plants are not even a year old. Yeah. And uh, it topped it for me. Yeah. They produce uh, the most in like their second and third year. So if you can, if you can overwinter your pepper plants, you definitely should. That's the goal. I have like at least a half dozen jalapeno plants too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jalapenos are great. So, and I make, I'm actually running out of time though. I got to go help out with this stuff. Construction going on. I'm sure you can hear it. Have fun. Yeah. I appreciate you having me on and I'm going to send you some of these links here in a little bit. Please. A lot of my research stuff and uh, I'll, I'll put it on the website. So, and that will be live in the next uh, couple of days, hopefully. So keep me posted by definitely by the end of the week. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Vince. Bye. Nice Have a great meeting one. you. All right. Well, fantastic. That was fun. Okay. All right. So let's keep going here because uh, I... Here. Well, oh, because I have to leave in 25 minutes. Okay. We'll let the video tell you then. So I took the sweet potato slips that were growing all over in here and in other places. And I cut them down and I planted them all in here. So now we have a sweet potato garden. And the only thing it needs is an electroculture stake, an electro freedom electroculture stake. So as we make them, I am going to pop one in here and you guys will be able to see how this takes off. I'm excited for this. So here we go. Uh, just Josie, I see you over there. Um, I, I know you feel like you're talking to yourself. You're not really. I'm watching you. I hear you. Josie said, uh, I think we'll go to the nursery and get another fruit tree. The HOA has proposed no planting fruit trees in the front yard. So you want to plant one out of defiance? Um, Hell yeah. Why would you not be able to plant a fruit tree in your front yard? That's ridiculous. That's insane. I hate HOAs. I hate HOAs. Yes, Heather is knitting. And I was, yes. Eventually, I told Heather that she needs to knit up a bunch of blankets um, because we're going to put those on the website. I told you guys I I put my laundry detergent on there, um, my non-toxic laundry detergent. And uh, and then I'm also going to put my three pepper spice on there. Oh, nice. Good idea. Yeah. So I take the the jalapenos, um, the habaneros, and the uh, um, Tabascos, and... I dry them and I ground them up and I mix them together with some salt and I make a three pepper spice. And it's so good because I don't like black pepper. Like I'll use black pepper when I'm really only when I'm using turmeric just because it enhances the medicinal benefits of the turmeric. But otherwise I don't like that black pepper. And my mom is allergic to black pepper. So I always, maybe that's why I don't like it. Cause I always grew up not having, having it. Um, but then, you know, when I'm cooking for my mom too, then I, I can't use black pepper. So I came up with something else because she's actually allergic to the seeded peppers. Mm. So, you know, when I use the, um, you know, I'm so tired of this headset, the everything else, then it's fine. And it's great. It gives it just a little kick. That three pepper spice is really good. So anyway, so I think I'm going to, eh, by the end of the month, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to get myself a headset for here that I'm comfortable with. I think that's a good idea. I think that that's a good idea. Actually, might even get one of these. How we're doing out here? Ah, stop! I hate it that it auto plays there. I wish I could get it to not auto play. So did I tell you before? Um, so before I went out of town for the weekend for my birthday, I brought the arrow garden over to 
the group home. Yeah. And I started some seeds for them. I did dill and basil. She wanted bunching onions, sweet peppers, cucumber, and watermelon. So all of those have sprouted. So in the arrow garden, I'm going today, we're going to move not the herbs, but like the watermelon and those other things over to garden beds and so on and so forth. And then I brought more pods because we are going to start a whole bunch of seedlings. Good. It's, and my little Kappa, that's what they're calling it. They're calling it the Kappa garden. Good. So that's what me and the kids are working on together. And then today I'll go over there and I brought a change of clothes so I can go get dirty because we have some raised flower beds that I need to move. And I have two fucking 120 pound bags of soil in the back of my truck right now. Nice. Um, I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Nice. Excellent. All right. Let's move on to the container. Oh, wait, real quick. Hmm. Farm update because I have to leave soon. Okay. There's not a huge farm update. However, I have been talking to all of the kids at the group home about the farm, like mm -hmm. what I'm looking to do, like what kind of things they would like to see, you know, whatever, whatever. Actually, one of them is getting ready to age. Well, she's going to be 18 in December. I'm going to encourage her to stay until she graduates high school because mm -hmm. we're connected to a program that gives kids, if they foster kids or group home kids, if they have, you know, they maintain a good, whatever their grain point average is that they require, they give them a car. Wow. So um, I'm going to encourage her to stay there. But she, since she's going to be 18, she's like, I, please tell me when you have this <coughs> going. She's like, because I want I want to come. To that Good. and then a bunch of the other kids are like can't you just once you get the farm can't you just become a, a foster parent can you foster us and i really do think i'm going to yeah i think i'm going to try to become a foster parent because there's so many of those kids like i was telling taylor today there's so many of those kids that i had no idea that they were as young as they were because you can't ever fucking tell anymore right no you really can't right like either they look like they're 12 and they're they're fucking 25 mm -hmm. or they look like they're 25 and they're 12. Yes. i don't i don't understand like a bunch of the girls that i thought were like 15 16 fucking 13 jesus fuck and i'm like first of all do you know how much shit can happen in four years while you're in the system yeah so even though my main focus is uh the kids that are transitioning out that are 18 and up i do think that that is going to be one of my bigger goals is i think that that's what i want to do good yep. and then the other farm update is that um you know the the driving force behind electrofreedom.com the freedom gardens antennas is to fund the farm. Mm -hmm. So a hundred percent of the profits, right? So basically all after proceeds. Huh? All the proceeds. Yeah, all, all the proceeds. proceeds. So like go. so after costs and labor, um, all a hundred percent of the proceeds are gonna go to the farm. And so, I'm gonna be making a hydroponic uh kitchen gar countertop gardens. Yep. Being selling on the website. Basically cracky kits. Uh-huh. And then uh as far as the knitting goes. I will, I do have some that I can probably post up there, but I'm not as fast as I used to be, Yeah. but I'm getting better because I've been sitting with the kids, but every one of them is like, will you knit something for me? Will you? So I was yeah. digging around in the, in the storage closet and yeah. I found a big thing of all different kinds of yarn and knitting needles and all of this stuff. So the kids all want to learn how to do that stuff too. So we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to be doing crafts with them. We're going to be doing all kinds of crafts. I had already Good. said that I was going to get a bunch of you know, wholesale craft supplies so we can make wreaths and we can do whatever we can because I'm a crafty bitch and yeah. I, we could sell that shit and make yeah. money for the farm. And then this way, you know, if the kids make their own and then they sell them, that's a way for them to make money too because they only get $14 a week for their allowance. And if they fuck up, they don't get it, right? It's $2 a day. 
So, and I know that that's crazy. You know, like who the fuck, what the fuck is $14? You can't even buy a pack of M&Ms for $2 You can't even pay a fucking cell phone bill by the end of the week. What the fuck do you mean? But (laughs) I'm just like, I I think that there's going to be so many options just working with Kappa alone. Yeah. It's going to open the doors for me. Actually, this week, I think I'm going to go in and talk to Charmaine. She's the HR person and she writes grants. Yeah. So I'm going to actually try to see if we can connect and maybe she has some, you know, contacts that we can get mm-hmm. a space for the event. Yes. But we do still need to come up with some stuff to hug an auction off online. Yeah. And I work on some more of that stuff so we can raise some more money. But yes, that's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to yeah. try to do that with them. And then that was the whole point. Like, not only did I just go to work at Capo because I wanted the experience of working with the kids, I was totally being selfish with that as well as wanting to make the right contacts because you know what they've been doing it here in Beaufort for yeah since the eighties. Right. And it, uh, we're level one. So the kids that we have are almost fucked up, you know, like they will be by the time they get out, but they're not necessarily there yet, but they, you know, they've gone through some shit and, but they're not at the point where their mental health or their behavior or whatever it is, is too much for for us. So yeah. we get, you know, like mediocre kids. Right. But they, they just seem like they are so excited. Every time I go in there, they're always talking to me like, Oh, blah, blah. We're talking about the farm. They're like, Oh, what are we going to plant this week? Good. So it's really been exciting. So I think by doing that and then partnering, like maybe using Kappa for some of their resources, yep. we might be a little bit more beneficial. I just have to get in there before she leaves every day and I don't work till four. <laughs> so but that's what I'm going to be doing this week. And I'm going to be working on my uh, hydroponic jars this Good. week as well. Awesome. I got all of my, I got all my stuff. I got my my glass cutters and my little glass drills. And I'm so excited. I can't wait to play on Monday. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet. So um, I'm going to my mom's on Monday. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To do her yard. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. So on to the container garden. I am, of course, making electroculture antennas all day today, and I will be putting them everywhere. This one already has one, of course. It's had one for quite some time. The tree, however, has quite significantly outgrown it. Um, That's okay. That's what it's supposed to do. Look at that beautiful growth on that tree. Yeah. So, in here, this piece of oregano is amazing. These coffee trees that needs to get weeded are all going to get electrocultural antennas, as are these lemons. Actually, one of each is. Potatoes popping up again. There it is. Through the dirt. Strawberries and sweet potatoes in here. I moved a lot of these slips. Um, Those are dug in back there, so I left them. Then I've got this coffee tree in here and those grapefruit trees there. And I cut a lot of these sweet potato slips. I have yet to bury them, but I cut a bunch and buried and put them in the front. Um, these are still doing great in here. And of course, you know, there's a giant electroculture antenna there and then another one there. So these do fantastic. So in that, that space where the the pots are that's where i'm going to do one in one so i'll do you know i'll put an electroculture antenna in 
one coffee tree and not the other in one lemon tree and not the other. I'm going to move the grapefruit trees into bigger pots, put it in one, you know, right. one grapefruit tree, not the other, that kind of thing. Um, and we'll, we'll see how they do. Why not? Let's, let's find out. And that way I can track it. I'll put it on the website as, as a, we'll do a weekly update. Mm -hmm. Um, and everyone can see how well these things work because they really, really do. So yeah, I'm going to make some for no, over definitely. at the, over at the group home. I'm oh, going to yeah. do that for sure. Definitely. All right. Hello, duckies in the pond. Just for fun. Mm -hmm. Well, it wasn't very hot out. So when I came, they were just yeah. very chillaxing. I just cleaned their pool out two days ago, too, and it's already nasty again. Ducks are very dirty. They are very they messy. They are adorable, and they I think their personalities are awesome. They're hysterical. But they're fucking dirty. They are. Although, I will say they're, you know, if you're in a place right now, if you're moving into a place um, where your soil's not great, you want to, you know, reinvigorate your soil uh, coming into the winter. I mean, of course, an Electro Freedom Antenna does great things for your soil. Yeah. But so do chickens and ducks. Like, if you are planning on putting a garden somewhere and you have chickens or ducks and or ducks... You want to put a garden there in the spring? Um, set the fence around it now and put your chickens and ducks out there every day because they will f dig everything up, till it for well, you, it, fertilize the crap out of it's it. It's the bioregenerative factor exactly. of bioregenerative farming. You have to have the animals in order to... It doesn't work otherwise. Regenerate, bioregenerate the land. Like you have you have to have um, it. Yeah. Otherwise... Otherwise, it's just... You get nothing. Dirt. Yeah, it's just dirt. All right. Um, this is kind of sideways, but this is the start of the back. On to the back. So, this Thai basil, I still need to move into the front yard. I will. This Cuban oregano is also, that's insane. That basil is great. I remember I just stuck a, cut a piece off and stuck a leaf down there. And that's, that's what happened to it. Lemongrass is fantastic here. These melons are all climbing nicely. I cut that basil down to make pesto. And it's coming back, of course. Same thing with the parsley. And the herbs in here, down here, never took. Well, except for that human oregano there. Um, I'm going to have to put some, ooh, no, a regular oregano took in there. I can see it. But I'm going to have to put some little mini an antennas in here. Watch this take off. My watermelons are awesome. And hi. And there are Wicks and Gerby coming to bring me wood. Wood. Lots of wood. Lots of wood. Yes. Oh, that, of course, I immediately went and started cutting down. Uh, where was the rest of the back? I don't know. My last. Here's the antennas. Video got cut a little short because uh, Wicks and Gerby came and brought me some wood. Some more wood. I went and got some from their neighborhood yesterday as well, too. So we're uh, we're rolling. I'm getting the inventory started here, getting it cut down to size. I need to sand it, wrap it, you know, do a couple other things, and then we will be selling Electro Freedom Electroculture antennas. Good stuff.
Yep. Go to electrofreedom.com, sign up for the email list now and get notified as soon as the store goes live and get a promo code for a discount or a free electroculture, a free green thumb. Yes. And then I spoke to um, one of our sponsors as well and uh, asked them if they wanted to partner up. Um, So they are going to be, that would be Survival Essentials. Um, the, uh, the seed company we work with. So they are going to be sending me some uh, seed packs to put in. Um, so like the first, however many people order an electroculture antenna, we'll get a free pack of seeds. Nice. So, yep. So they're, uh, that should be coming in. He's going to send them out to me, I think tomorrow or I mean, Monday. So I should have them by the end of next week. So it, basically, like as soon as we launch the first, like however many seed packs he sends me, 50, 100, yeah, the first 50 purchases, I'll get a free seed pack, et cetera. So yep, 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 yep. And all orders over $100 will always get free shipping. Um, And uh, I think all overs over $50 will get a free green thumb with promo code Wolfpack. I already have that one set up. So, all right. Alrighty. Finish up in the back and then I know we'll smoke real quick because you gotta get out of here. Yes. Yes, yes. All right. So my last video back here was interrupted, but that's okay. So uh, I think we went through that already. My melons up here, look at them starting to bloom. And my squash is finally still just no, still just giving me male flowers. So I, I've I've got no maybe one little squash going in there. Probably not though. I I don't even know what to say about it at this point. It's just ridiculous. The sweet potatoes are insane though. They are all over. That's rooting actually nicely down there. Um these melons are taking off. I've got Sweet potatoes all through here. Sweet potatoes all through here. We're gonna have sweet potatoes out the wazoo. Look, this whole new vine is new because I think I buried it to there. Uh, 10 days ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, sweet potatoes everywhere. Then the melon over here. that electroculture antenna um, in that pot needs to relocate. Although it is still keeping those little marigolds alive there. Um, this, this melon. So this one twirled, it started going on the other side. Um, so I put it through the fence line here and it's going all the way to there. This melon here, see this? This is all coming over here. And this one is is huge over here. So hopefully I'll get some melons out of this. Strawberries in there. And of course my lime tree is awesome. I'm gonna be picking them soon. And uh, yeah, all of this insane crazy growth is due to the biggest electroculture antenna I've ever seen. Um, 
kind of crazy. It's taller than my house, taller than my pool enclosure. Um, it doesn't move. It's not buried that deep, only less than a foot, six inches. I have some concrete blocks around it to keep it there. And I mean, it's, it protects our whole house. So, and makes all of this stuff grow insanely well. Look at that dragonfly there. We get so many pollinators, butterflies, dragonflies. It's, it's just beautiful. And Annie in the background trying to eat the dragonflies as they fly around. That monitor wasn't there before, right? No, those okay. are new. Okay. Those are new. Um, because our amazing friend, amazing listener sent us a whole new computer system. That's so nice. Which is why I think the music wasn't playing in the beginning of the intro because I've normally Mick does that. And I don't think I've figured it out on the new system oh. yet. I think I have to do it a different way than how I normally did it. So it is what it is. It's anyway. You want to get high? Yes, ma'am. Before I go to work. And Excellent. <laughs> I mean. So today yeah. I was super close to not coming, just so you know. Sorry. Oh, well, I mean, yesterday you didn't come and the day before you didn't come. So I knew today you were super close to not coming because mm -hmm. you told me yesterday, you're like, I'm not coming today, but I'm going to be there super early in the morning. Girl, I tried. And fucking 1130, your ass was like, oh, my way. I got, bitch, I got home at 1230. And I don't know if you guys have insomnia. I have such bad insomnia. I didn't get to sleep until like five o'clock this morning. And that then sucks. I was back up at eight. Yeah, no, see, that sucks. And I'm like, fuck. But they wanted me to come today for a family Thunder. engagement day Thunder. because not a lot of them are Thunder having oh! not a lot of them have family that are coming. And they're like, Miss Heather, will you come hang out with us? And I'm like, I'm in the So oh, smoke it if you got it. I know that's why normally we play um hits from the bong over this video, but I know you like the song, so that's why we play this one here. And I will tell you, I will never own a pair of fucking J's ever. I will never own a pair of Jordans. Oh, I didn't even know what they were talking about, but okay. You're so fucking white. <laughs> I am. So, real quick, mm -hmm. I went up, you guys know, I went up to New York last weekend for my birthday to see my brothers. Yep. Bitch. So, first of all, they drive like a bunch of fucking cunts, okay? <coughs> Let's just New be York. very what fucking do you want? clear. And then, so there, that's fine. So, it went, and I was hanging out at my brother's house, Tommy, and, it, and on Saturdays, they always have the family dinner. So, like, the kids come with their, their six fucking grandkids, like, the whole house is full of people. And Taylor was watching everybody interact. Mm -hmm. Which Taylor has no family and, like, his, yeah. Yeah. So he's watching everybody interact and he says, I'm watching the adults talk to each other, the sisters. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. He's like, and then I'm watching the kids talk to each other. And he said, 
they talk to each other just like the fucking adults do. He's like, are you guys just genetically assholes? I was like, you got to learn how to survive at a young fucking age when you come here, when you're from here. I mean, when you're in New York, yes, you're genetically an asshole because you, yes, yes. Definitely. But I thought it was hilarious because he's like, you got, they're all just assholes. That's why everybody hates, that's why half the country hates Donald Trump because they just don't understand New Yorkers, honestly. I mean, they get all upset about fair, his, they get all upset about his mean tweets. Did you ever get upset about his mean tweets? I thought I they were funny tweet. as fuck. I'm sorry. I don't have time. For sorry. That it was. I do not tweet Instagram, fucking TikTok. Fuck you. You guys can all suck it. I only do fucking Facebook. That's enough. That's too much. <laughs> like, I don't like it. Social media is not my jam. I'm going to have to start a fucking TikTok for electric, for electric freedom. I fucking hate TikTok. I do too. I'm good. I have to but it's a great way to, you know, get it through like what electric culture is. We can automate does. that. We can automate. We do have software. We do, and I have, and I have my Google Workspace that yep. I can use. That we can use that, and I can add. Good. Might even be able to add your website on there. Um, Good. So anyway, we were driving, and I was. I haven't been back. I left when I was thirteen, and I lived on Pitkin Avenue in Ozone Park, like right up the street yep. from Brooklyn, like right outside of Brooklyn, and that's where I grew up. So I was when we got there. My all of my brothers. I always said that they were fancy. I don't really know them, Bougie. honestly. <laughs> but they grew up on Long Island. We had different moms. Bougie. And uh, so Long Island's a whole different place. So I was driving around, and I'm like, technically Queens is on Long Island, but eh, Long Island is a whole different place. Same. It's not the same. And so I'm driving around Long Island, and I'm like, I don't know why I hated it so much. Why did I hate it so much? And then I was like, you know what? I was never fucking out here on the island. So then on Sunday morning on my birthday, I was like, let's drive over to Queens. Fuck. I got there and I said, I remember now, this is why I don't fucking like it here. Yep. It fucking sucks. Oh, first of all, it's been 32 years since I've been there. Nothing has fucking changed. Not the color on a fucking house. Nothing. Everything is exactly the fucking same. And the people are fucking assholes. Taylor, who's so nice and so quiet and doesn't bother anybody. By the time we got out of the bagel place, he was ready to lose his shit. He was like, Heather. And I was like, what? And he's like, they don't know what the fuck personal space is. And I was like, no, not at all. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, we don't believe in that shit. Did you see me like trying not to run over that old lady because she wouldn't get out of my way so I could fucking ring myself There's up? There's no, no personal nope. space. I was like, no. Mm -mm. Okay. And he's like, you got, and then just visiting. And then like he visited with uh, Bob on Monday. And he's like, you guys are so similar. Uh, you're right, Mark. Connecticut is a whole different place. That Connecticut has a glass bubble over it. I actually never went to Connecticut. Mm. That's you're not missing anything. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, Connecticut is uh, Georgia with New York attitude. Not yeah. even. It's just a bunch of little towns yeah. in the middle of the woods. So I with a bunch of assholes. So I love the Gilmore Girls. You guys can judge me all you want. I don't care. I love that show. I first time I ever watched it was in 2015, and I don't remember. Stars Hollow is the name of the town that they called it, but it's based yeah. off of Essex, Connecticut. Yeah. And I was like, I want to fucking live there. Like that place looks awesome. I love the idea of a little fucking town like that. I don't know why. <laughs> They're all like that. I fucking love it. The, it's beautiful. Don't get me. Connecticut is gorgeous. I, I grew up there. It's beautiful. It's fucking cool. The people are assholes. You're an asshole. I know. I grew up there. Fuck. We're all assholes. Oh, and then, you know, DJ has never, first of all, he didn't actually spend very much time with my dad. My dad was a very busy working person. Yeah. Eh, he's a great grandpa to the he's other people's grandkids. Uh, but he, 
So he didn't hang around my dad very much. And we know we didn't keep around my mom, but by the time he was one and a half, maybe Brian kept telling me, he's like, I don't want you taking DJ over there because your mom has the worst mouth. And I'm like, what the fuck ever? Right. Oh yeah. When then he started saying fuck. And that was, that was a wrap. He wasn't allowed there anymore. So he's never grown up around. Like he was never around my New York family. He nothing. And Taylor, while he was sitting there watching us, he's like, you know what? I know DJ's not from here. He's like, but I'm pretty sure he's a fucking New Yorker. And he's like, he's an asshole like you guys. He's, he just says it how it is. He's like, just DJ has no time for bullshit. He's like, if we're, he doesn't do chit chat. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, we're talking about real shit. I don't give a fuck how your day was. I'm like, he doesn't care. He just wants to talk about what's going on in the world, whatever. But he doesn't want to talk about any other bullshit. He doesn't care. So I was like, yeah, okay. So I really, really want to get DJ to go up there with me next time. Yeah. I think it would be really good for him. It would be interesting anyway. Yeah. I think it would be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got to get out of here because you got to go to work. Yes. And I've got to go make some Electro Freedom antennas so I can get the website launched this week. So in the meantime, y'all go to electrofreedom.com, sign up for the email. As soon as the site's launched, you guys will get an email with a promo code. Um, and uh, yeah, it'll be great. All right, guys. So, See you next week. Yep. So for V Lynn and Heather, thanks for watching y'all. Have a great day. Okay, <laughs> cool. I don't want to Cause tomorrow I may fall down on my face Lord, I thank you for sunshine Thank you for rain Thank you for joy Thank you for pain It's a beautiful day It's a beautiful day Lord, I thank you for sunshine